0: today is december 21st this is phenomenally purposeful you and this is your girl empress here if you are new to this podcast welcome 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 and if you are not new to this podcast and you've been rocking with me for a while or from the beginning like i say in every single podcast thank you for supporting me. Welcome back to Phenomenally Purposeful You, P-P-Y in the house. And I'm just excited. I'm just super excited. Um, You know, God's been amazing. God's been good. He's good all the time, even through every circumstance. And so I wanted to discuss and check in and see how you guys are doing. And um, I hope you all are well this holiday season. Um, I went through before I started recording this I went through and I started listening to a you know God brought one of my podcast previous episodes to my attention which was about toxic traits and I went back and I listened to it for about maybe 10 minutes and I said you know what Ah, I'm calling myself out I'm calling my toxic traits out (laughs) and so you know those it's what I really needed. It's st- stuff that I'm continuing to partially do, and um, I had a discussion with a friend the other day about um, things that she's been going through and things um, that I can relate to, things that I've I've gone through myself that I'm still healing from, and um, I know I talk about relationships and love a lot on this podcast with God and just tying it all in and you know um, self-improvement and you know healing and letting God use you and finding God and everything like that but today I wanted to discuss the topic of worthiness and love and um, I believe I did a podcast episode previously on this um, topic before but I wasn't 100% sure um And I've made so many different ones and I talk so much. So I'm kind of like, I don't know, I might've said it in the middle of something and didn't realize it. Um, But I had talked to my friend and I told her, you know, you are worthy of love. You are worthy of things, happiness. You're worthy of someone fighting for you. You're worthy of uh, being liked, being loved on, you know, things that you know with our journeys in life we start to feel like we're not worthy of those things and or that we will never find them. you know and um you know that's not true you know I talked about God's love for us and how we're supposed to love others and now I'm putting it on love thyself which I did a podcast episode on that before Um, But for some odd reason, I just need to hit the nail on the head again with the topic. So this is what that's about. So. um, Brokenness. And I talked about breakthrough before. And I believe I did a podcast episode on brokenness and how things in our life and people in our life can make us feel so broken. They can make us feel like we are hard to love, and I posted it today on my Facebook page about um, this song called um, Hard to Love from the artist Her. And in the song, it's it's almost like she's saying, it's almost like she's saying the person that she's with or whoever, um, she she's hard to love um, because of her issues and the things that she's gone through and um, the things that, you know, might've been the issue where she can't trust him and whatever the case may be and why it happened, we don't know. And it could be from a past relationship that she's had and she's just telling her story. That's what artists do. They tell their story through their craft um, with music. And same thing with actors and actors, their movies and stuff, a lot of them are based off of true stories telling the story of someone's life. Um, I'm excited, <laughs> off topic, but I'm excited about seeing this movie called A Journal for Jordan, um, directed by Denzel Washington, featuring Michael B. Jordan, and I think her name is Shantae Davis, I think is her last name, um, bringing to life the story of a man who was in the army, and him and his fiance creating a journal for their unborn, their unborn son, Jordan. And so just seeing the love be portrayed between the two individuals, their story told and bring, brought to life on the screen. I'm very excited to see it. Um, but anyways, back to loving thyself. So like I said, our traumas and the things that we have endured in our life forms us into being and who we are and the ways that we think. And, um, you know, my friend that the things that she is worthy of love because she is, you know, it's something that she's desired and, you know, God's going to bring her her desire of love. But I also thought about it and I told her, you know, the things that you're looking for in a partner is... things that you need to find in yourself first you have to love yourself first and so i said you know the way that you want a certain guy to look at you or a certain woman to look at you you have to look at yourself first you have to fall in love with you first you have to see yourself how god sees you and i know i've spoken about that before and that's something that a lot of people don't understand you're not perfect and you will never be perfect but you have to fall in love with who you are. So for me, I had to fall in love with who Empress is. It's not something that was easy. It's still something that I'm continuing God to push me through because there's days where I'm just like, my attitude is jacked up or I wasn't very positive today or I don't feel that great today. And I'm looking at my trash like, or my stuff like, oh my gosh. I don't want to deal with this. How is somebody else gonna to want to deal with it? You know? And then I thought about it and I said, you know what? What do I value about me? What do I love about me? And when I started to speak those things out loud, I started to appreciate myself more. And same thing goes for other people. There's a one of my co workers today told me she said, You are an intelligent um, woman of God and this and that, and, that and I, she's not that type of person to say stuff like that. So I was very surprised to hear it, but I was also grateful because sometimes when we don't see ourselves the way God sees us and others see the good in us, that is an eye opener because then we start to value who we are as people, and who and you never know how God could be using you by the way that you are um, being portrayed, excuse me, if that makes sense, so my friend, I told her, you know, I told her that, you know, it's great that she wants to be in a relationship, it's, and even if she didn't, it's great too, but like I mentioned in one, in my community podcast, we were made for community, we were made to connect with people, we were made to, you know, sharpen other people as Christians and believers of Christ and one of the things that she kept telling me was that oh I like this guy but I don't know if he likes me and I'm just like okay why do you feel that way and she told me why and I said okay um it sounds like he's doing the work sounds like he's making effort so what's the issue then she started complaining about herself she's like oh well I'm a little needy and i want to talk to him all day and i want to do and i said stop right there you are human you are attached you have feelings for this guy does he make you feel bad for texting him no does he make you feel like he's bothering you no does he etc etc asked her questions repeatedly she said no to almost every one of them and i said the problem isn't him problem is you you don't see yourself as valuable you don't see yourself as worthy You and and we started talking about her issues and there was there were some things i could relate to you know she said that um she had started smoking and drinking and not recently but she has this habit of smoking and drinking um and the drinking could be like three or four um glasses of wine every three days or every two days or something like that depending on her and so um you know I asked her well why do you drink and she says I drink because when I think about him and we're not speaking and now the guy she's friends with or talking to or whatever he lives about a state over from us so from our state to her states like our state I mean in her our state and his state it's like just one state away so maybe about a good six hour drive and so you know she's she's like you know I know he's busy with his life but what if he's talking to other girls and I said okay I've been there (laughs) I know where that comes from and so I talked her to it I talked to her about my story and my experiences. But I wanted to remind her, and I'm reminding you guys, you are worthy of love. Don't ever let anybody make you think that you're not. And I know it's so hard because we've been in relationships that have failed. We've probably could have been in a home where things weren't um, great, where your parents were telling you you were a mistake, you were never supposed to be born or, you know, you weren't planned and, but then, but they don't say, but you were a blessing. They just say, oh, you weren't planned, but, and that's it. They just don't say, oh, you weren't planned, but you, you know, I'm still blessed that you're my child. You know what I mean? Like you still have this concept of you're not wanted and um, you're not appreciated or you're not valued. And especially when it comes to past your trauma basically it's the trauma that hasn't been healed and so for her she said she indulges in drinking and smoking she said because I don't want to deal with my emotions I don't want to deal with anything that has to deal with it. so instead of me being emotional because she's like you know us females are always told we're emotional so she said instead of me being emotional I drink. And she's like, and when I drink, I text him. And sometimes I don't text him. And she's like, but Emperor, sometimes I'm mean. And I don't mean to be mean. But I, but I am mean to him. And I don't mean to be mean to him. I love him. And I was like, okay. I was like, how would you want to be treated? This man has done nothing to you. I said, but baby girl, you need to heal. I said, healing, you're not healing yourself. Or you're not asking God to heal you with the alcohol. You're just masking the issues. You know what you need to deal with. You know what you need to work on. And so she cried and she said, I'm so sorry. And I said, no, don't apologize. I mean, you're you're dealing with it the best way you figure it is how. But you weren't taught healthy ways to cope with your trauma. I said, ooh. Once you learn to love yourself, then you can move accordingly. That doesn't mean that once you start loving yourself, everything gets washed away. It just means that you view yourself as how awesome you are. And you don't believe the lies of the enemy that people have told you or people have made you feel. If a past relationship did not work out and you were so sure that it would, that doesn't mean that you're not lovable. That doesn't mean that you are... Um, that you are un- unlovable, that you aren't, you know, worthy of love, you know? And and she tells me time after time that she's been guarded with the guy. Like once that like when she drinks, she's very vocal about her emotions. But when she doesn't drink, she can't tell him how she feels. And it's not like he's not creating a safe space for her to feel safe enough to admit how she feels. She gets scared. To admit how she feels. And like I said, when she's drinking, and she becomes a blabbermouth, and she tells him everything. And she says straight up, like I love you, but this, and you know, and he he's recip- receptive, receptive, I'm sorry, to it, you know, and but then when she's sober, her anxiety kicks in, all of the issues she's had in her past that she hasn't healed from comes back and so then she struggles and she struggles with communicating and she struggles with wanting to know how can she do better and so you know I asked her questions that I had to ask myself you know and she said I asked her You know, what is the biggest thing that you're afraid of with this guy? And she said that he'll leave. And I said, why? And we started talking it through. And they said, okay, I recognize the response. I recognize the behavior. It's the abandonment issue that you have. And I said, that's not something that will go away completely overnight. That is something that you have to ask God to prepare you for, um, to prepare you and heal you through. Because people there's people in your life that are in a season and in a lifetime. And this is an individual that you're hoping is a lifetime person. And I said, definitely pray about it. And I said, read 1 Corinthians 13 when it comes to love and when it comes to what that looks like and how love is patient and love is kind. And if he is love and he and he is patient, he is kind. And if he is the man that God has for you, it'll work. It'll work out somehow, some way, even when you don't see it coming, it's going to work out. And the same conversation I had to have with my friend, I had with myself. You know, I had to have the same conversation for me when I when I said to myself, I think I'm ready to date. And, you know, didn't know what that would look like, didn't know what I was walking myself into. But I said, you know, Lord, I think my heart is ready. I think my heart is now healed. But then um, when a potential guy comes to me and starts I'm not going to say love-bombing, but when he starts coming on strong, I'm looking at him like, hold on, we just met yesterday. <laughs> what are you doing? And um, I have also had a problem with receiving love. It's easy for me to love others. It's hard for me to let them love me. Um, genuinely, genuinely. Like I, um, you know, you, you never really know someone's true intentions and over time it does show. And so, yeah, um, You know, for me, I had an issue with no one will be as genuine as me. If I love you, I genuinely love you, whether that's as a romantic or as a friend. I genuinely care about you and I will try to be there the best way I know how. Um, And so I was telling my friend that, you know, when it comes to the abandonment issues, like I said, people are in your life for a reason, a season and a lifetime. I think the best thing you can do for yourself is discern, ask for divine discernment on who are these lifetime people, who are these seasonal people, and how are they helping you get to the next level. There's things that we have prayed for and asked God for to prepare us for, and we're not ready, right? So there's things in life I've heard people say, like, you're never really ready to have a baby. And I'm like, why do a lot of people say that? And people who are older than me that have had kids, have grandkids, they say you're never really ready. I say, what do you mean you're never really ready? They say you're never really ready. And so for me, a lot of people are like, oh, I want to be financially ready to have a child. For me, it's more of the emotional, intelligent part of myself. You know. My spouse and who he is, and us being mature enough to um, not only be available, be ready to have children, but also emotionally things that I've heard people marriages go through because they have a child. A child changes the dynamic of everything. You know, you as a um, as a unit, when you have a child, it's not about you. It's about your child. And if you're not mature an emotionally mature to have a child, a lot of things could break up that home and you don't want to do that. Um so we am going to speaking of children, going to marriages, you know, a lot of people want to be married, but they're not emotionally mature enough to be married. They're like, Oh yeah, this person checks my boxes or yeah, this person looks good, or yeah, the sex is good, or this and that and a third, but they don't consider, they consider it that in the moment, but they don't think lifetime wise. Some, a lot of a lot of people do, but then you have those that don't, and you're like, okay, I'm getting married, and then you're like, wait a second, hold on. You don't, they don't think the lifetime part. They're just like, oh, I'm planning the weddings. So that's why I always say I pray for the marriage, not the wedding day. I pray for me to be prepared for the, for the lifetime of marriage versus the wedding day like what my dress is gonna look like like yeah those things are important to a woman as well but that's not my that's not my overall intention because my wedding that's what it is a wedding day the marriage is a lifetime wedding is a day so I'm like nah I want to make sure that God is preparing me for me to be married for my marriage for my husband for my children for myself because once, you know, that the Bible talks about when you, when you become a unit, you become one. You're no longer two different people, in a sense. And so that's something that I wanted to prepare for. I was talking to my work mom tonight. Um, we were talking about a conversation we had earlier with our coworker. And I was saying to her how, you know, when you are... Dating, you know, she was saying, my coworker was saying how she wants a man to provide for her and this and that and the third and yada yada. And I said, that's great. Let the man be the role. Let let him play that role he wants to play. Don't lose your independence if you're independent. Now, if you want to have, now if you want to be codependent, go ahead, but to each his own. But going back to value. So one of the things that I've noticed in that particular conversation was that she doesn't value herself enough. There's things where I've seen women in my life who have had a great guy and talk to him like he is trash. And I don't understand it because, like I said, you can pray and ask God for something and he can give it to you. And then you all of a sudden push it away or treat it like it's trash. And I had a conversation with someone about that and they asked me the same question. They said, How can you pray for something, God answers it, and then you give it back and say, God, that's not good enough for me. And after that person said that to me, I realized how bad it was for me. Because one second it was like, I don't want it. And it wasn't, I didn't want it. It was more of, I I was scared of it. I was scared of what could go great, but I was also scared of what could go wrong. And so... When you're going through the healing process, you do things unintentionally, like push people away or say things you don't mean. So with my friend, I was telling her, you still have to heal. You're still healing. And it's okay, but also be open-minded that this person is not your ex. This person is not who, you know, hurt you. You got to allow people to love you. You got to allow love to come in and when you've been hurt you are afraid to even let an ounce of what could be love come in so like my friend says because she doesn't know where this will go with this guy she drinks she smokes she's in she's in school she's working full time He works and goes to school himself he has his own stress but he makes time for her and for her she she's always trying to find something wrong you know looking for something but like i said she tries to use substances as an escape and i told her i said your body is a temple that you should be taking care of we only get one We can't donate our bodies. We can donate our organs that keep us alive, but we can't donate our body. Meaning like you can't, somebody can't get your body once it's dead. Like once you're done with it, they can't say, hey, this person needs a body. This is just a head. Let me give them this person's body to live. It doesn't work that way. So the body that God has given us, we have to take care of it. That goes for your physical body, your mental health, your physical health, your social, your social, social, social health, your emotional health, psychological health, and spiritual health, you have to take care of you, you have to love you, you have to allow love to come in, because there's people out there who will love you, who do love you, I don't even know you, and I love you, you know what I mean, so, it's like, and when the love is intentional, when the love is intentional. And it's real. You want to hold on to it, and so I asked her a question. I said, "Do you think, do you, think that what scares really you about this young man is the fact that he could be the one, and you, you, you don't think you're ready for that?" And me, and she said, "Yeah." Yeah, you are shutting down her face, and I said, "Why are you crying? Like, why, what's the matter? What's 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 what are you realizing about the situation?" And she said, "I don't want to lose him because I'm still healing." One of the things I told her was that what's for you will always be for you, and God is a God of choices. And so I also told her. That no matter what happens, if the man truly loves you, he'll be patient. He'll be kind, just like First Corinthians thirteen: Love is patient, love is kind, it does not boast, and so, and so keep loving on you and so. to help you love him properly. Because just like you, he's afraid too. Just like you, he has his trauma just like you. The only difference is he's not taking it out on you. He's working through it, most likely. We don't know. God's healing him. And I said, and continue to pray for both of you guys. Because regardless, you guys have a friendship over anything. You guys are good friends. continue to pray like I told her ask God to heal you and know it's not going to happen overnight it's a continuous thing and you got to be patient and don't rush into anything continue to love him allow him to love you and that's one of the things that I prayed with her was to allow to ask God to allow love to come in and to discern between love and lust. Discern between what's real and what's not. Counterfeit. Versus thing. God in the center of it. Ask God to move it. Don't try to force anything. I can see to myself. That's what I've done. What for me to do. Ask God to just guide it. It's like we're on a boat and God is the pilot. Or the the captain of the ship, I mean. God is the captain of the ship and we're just on it going for a ride. And we have to trust him. Love yourself. Love yourself enough to walk away from something that's not helping. Love yourself enough to know that you deserve healthy love, godly love, love that is right for you, love that is not abusive, love that is not manipulative, love that is pure and kind and gentle, and I understand that the same fears that you have, the other person might have those same exact fears. to it, acceptable to it. Understand that I have my own fears, but I'm sure this person does too. And they'll talk to you about it. You can't force someone to talk to you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to list 10 things about yourself that you love, and three things that you want the Lord to change within the next year. I may make another podcast episode after this one, so I want you to think. I want year 2022. I said this was gonna be my mission for year 2022. Write the make it plain. I've been saying that for the last couple of weeks to people write the vision make it plain write the vision make it plain write the vision make it plain i want the year 2022 for you to look at yourself as valuable to look at yourself as wanted as loved as amazing as charismatic as intelligent as brilliant as beautiful, as handsome, as sexy, whatever. Look, yourself. Love all of you, flaws and all. But you have to be open with yourself. You gotta be real with yourself. One of the things I do is I write things down. I'm very good with my words as far as writing my feelings down. I suck, and I'm learning to communicate better, to actually communicate my feelings across to the other person and when you do that and when they speak their truth you realize you're anxious for nothing you was anxious for nothing or overthinking for nothing when they're right there with you right on the same page and even if they're not you're communicating your feelings so you're letting them know where you stand or what you've been thinking and then they communicate theirs and then you move effectively one of the things about communication you communicate but you also listen and you reciprocate and the, and the rest continues and it has to be both parties and because even when you think that God's not working He's working. And I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for who you are in our lives. And Lord, I pray for the people that are listening to this podcast episode that are going through something right now, Heavenly Father God, within themselves, things that they're that they're just been some trauma that they've experienced, Heavenly Father God, where they feel like they're not worthy of love, where they feel like, you know. I'm scared, God, of something good happening because of all the bad that's happened because what if that good thing turns into something bad? Lord, but we know that your will will be done. We know that the plans you have for us are to prosper us and not to harm us. So Lord, I ask for each and every individual that is listening to the sound of my voice, that Lord, that they come to you in prayer today or tonight, Heavenly Father God, or tomorrow, whenever and when they're ready, Lord, to allow you to fully, completely work on their hearts, for them to see themselves how you see us, Lord. Let us be able to understand that we're not perfect, and we never will be perfect, and we can never come close to it. But Lord, we thank you that we're able to love on ourselves, and even as we dig deep into the things that have hurt us and be vulnerable with others in our lives and ourselves, that Lord that this vulnerability is part of healing and Lord we don't want to be chained and, and broken and continue to hurt others because of our own brokenness we don't want to continue to do unhealthy behaviors because of our brokenness Lord you make us whole no one else can our partners are to complement us not complete us so Lord I pray Lord that you continue to make us whole fix the brokenness heavenly father continue to mold us continue to shape us into the kings and queens that you created us to be lord i pray that you continue to work in us continue to guide us and give us discernment continue to allow us to be able to have the peace even in situations that we don't even understand lord i thank you so much for who you are I thank you, Lord, for the time that you spend with us each and every day. Oh, Lord, I thank you for not leaving us nor forsaking us. I thank you, Lord, for the push that we need, Heavenly Father God, to do your will for your glory. We ask these things in your Son's precious name. Amen and amen. Oh, Lord, just in case this is my last podcast episode of the year, I'm going to tell you Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.